Hello and welcome to Habemus Papam, episode 78, Donus. Dear brothers and sisters, Annuncio Vobis. Annuncio Vobis. Annuncio Vobis Gaudium Magnum. Gaudium Magnum. Gaudium Magnum. Habemus Papam. Hey everyone, today we're talking about Pope Donus, who was elected Pope in 676 AD. And like Pope Adeodatus last week, his reign is pretty quiet. We don't really know that much about him. And this is a good sign because we've had a lot of drama in the last couple of papacies, especially with the whole monothelite heresy going on. But when Constance II died in 668 and Constantine IV took over, monothelitism was really dying out. And today we're going to witness the beginning of the last gasp of this heresy. But for the most part, things are really starting to calm down. And part of the reason is that Constantine IV was pretty orthodox. But another part of the reason was that the major sections of the Byzantine Empire, which would have been very favorable to monothelitism, which are like Africa, Syria, etc., those have been conquered by the Arabs. And so there's less tension within the empire itself. In fact, from 674 to 678, Arab armies were even besieging Constantinople. They had gotten all the way to the heartland. And Constantine fought them off. He used these boats equipped with tubes which spit out Greek fire and, and managed to really fight off the Arab armies. But everyone was too busy fighting for survival to argue at this point about theology. Now, nevertheless, in 676, when Donus was elected the Pope, a new patriarch was chosen for Constantinople around the same time. And his name was Theodore I of Constantinople. And he was a monothelite. And in fact, he decided not to send a profession of faith to Rome because he knew it would be rejected as being monothelite and he didn't want the embarrassment of that. He and other monothelite clerics pressured Constantine IV to uphold his father's policies, Constance's policies, of being and promoting monothelitism, but Constantine chose not to. Instead, he decided that a church council really needed to settle this once and for all. And so in 678, the emperor had just defeated the Arab armies, he had brought peace to the east, and that gave him time again to focus on the theological issues. So he wrote to Pope Donus asking for a church council. The letter never reached Donus, who seems to have died while the letter was in transit in 678. But still, steps are being taken to really settle this controversy once and for all. So that's the brief life of Pope Donus, 676 to 678. Now in the meantime, he did do a couple of things in Rome. There was some modest refurbishment of churches, and as the Liber Pontificalis describes, he discovered a nest of Nestorian monks. I, I, I guess that's the proper collective noun for Nestorian monks, a nest. Anyway, they had been hiding out in a monastery in Rome and starting to spread their doctrines a little bit more. And so what he did was he had them separated and spread out into different monasteries, so that way they could be reformed without kind of all feeding on each other. And also that split, if you remember, that happened with Ravenna a couple episodes ago was healed when the bishop there submitted humbly to the Pope. So a nice happy ending there. Other than that, we really don't know too much more. Pope Donus died in April of 678 and was buried in St. Peter's Basilica. But that letter from the emperor, which is on its way now to Rome, is going to be pretty important. And St. Agatho, the successor of Pope Donus, is going to act fast on it. And we'll have to wait, though, for that story for next week. Thanks for listening to Habemus Papam. You can check out the rest of the Catholic Bites podcast at catholicbitespodcast.com, or you can find us on iTunes. Thank you, everyone. God bless you. <laughs>